Hello, my name's Evie and I'm here to have an honest discussion about all things sex, mental health and self-love with some amazing people I've met through Instagram. Most Fridays, unless I'm going out for a drink, join me for a good old chat on everything surrounding sex and your body with some of the best in the sex positive community. Welcome to Clitory the Best, a conversation with Frank Lawrence, aka Vibrating Tarot, discussing sex and the world of tarot. So, hey, Frank, how are you? <laughs> yeah, very well, thank you. Good, so glad good. to be here. Yeah, thanks for coming on. Um, would you like to first tell our listeners a little bit about yourself? Uh, well, thanks for the opportunity. Um, <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm in my late 30s. I live in Hamilton, Ontario. It's very close to Toronto. Nice. Um, I've been uh, an artist and a graphic designer for a very long time. Uh, well, I suppose I've been an artist for my whole life. Um, I went to school um, because I wanted to learn how to exist in the freelance graphic design world. Mm -hmm. And uh, so a lot of people tend to approach graphic design from a technical standpoint, and a lot of people go into web design, which was a huge mm -hmm. component uh, of our education. But I've always approached it from a very tangible, um, um, physical uh, artistic standpoint and so I chose to specialize in book design um, because I, I kind of like the idea of uh, fueling the the uh, technology of, of the past mm -hmm. uh, i.e. books uh, really you know before digital uh, enterprises came along yeah. and so um, I made the leap to decks of cards quite naturally because I sort of look at a deck of cards as an unbound book. Um, the tarot deck, for example, is 78 cards. It could be a 78-page book, uh, but it's not bound. Mm -hmm. So you're able to take each page, each card, and interact with them separately. Uh, and, and so that format really speaks to me. Um, and so I run my freelance graphic design uh, business, what I do is I reach out to people in the community and I try to foster their ideas uh, and their body of work. Mm -hmm. um, I, I try to help them uh, bring form to it and then uh, for them to design a, a book around it. And so I work to, to showcase other, other people, other writers and artists uh, for, for them to bring their ideas to the form of a book. And when I'm not uh, working with other artists and, and other clients, I, um, I always fall back on my own ideas, which there are uh, an abundance of ideas I've had and a lot of projects that I followed through on um, through the years. And that led me to Vibrating Tarot. And so <laughs> yeah. that's, the, that's the big project I'm working on now. Yeah, I've seen, like, your Instagram, the cards look amazing, which we'll talk Thank about you. a little bit later. But, yeah, I need to get my hands on some. Um, well, thank you so much. Yeah, so how did you get into the world of tarot? What kind of got you started? Uh, well, to be completely honest, uh, there's always been an element of the occult and uh, I dare to say witchcraft uh, in my family uh, lineage. Um, I wasn't really exposed to it uh, growing up. Uh, it's, yeah. not like, it's not like it was really... Uh, something that I learned growing up, uh, but it was always sort of present in the family, you know, in, in the stories from the, from the old country. And, um, 
a lot of uh, spoken uh, history, uh, and so it, it has always really intrigued me. And I started practicing. Um, well, I started to learn more about it, and um, really, I got into tarot first. Mm-hmm. Um, I've always felt a connection to those cards, uh, but again, I never had them growing up. Uh, it was something that I uh, fell into in, in my adult life, and mm-hmm. uh, the tarot has really been the basis uh, for a lot of my work um, and a lot of self exploration and learning learning about the world and learning about yourself mm-hmm. um, it's a wonderful system and it has a lot to offer and uh, being an artist it was it was very natural for me to um, start putting ideas together for mm-hmm. ideas of my own um, and I actually have a lot of ideas for uh, a lot of different tarot decks mm. um, so if yeah. I, because I am pretty clueless on tarot completely, mm-hmm. so say if I, well I am completely clueless, what would you, how would you describe exactly what it is, how you practice it? In- uh, well, it, um, there certainly are a lot of uh, you know, tried, tested and true uh, methods. There are mm-hmm. a lot of uh, specific uh, readings that you can do, uh, a single card reading or three card reading. Um, there, there, oh my goodness, there are just dozens and dozens of, of specific readings that you can do and they all mean something different and, and the order of the cards come into play and they each okay. tell you something different about really, a, a a lot of it is based in your intentions. And so you, you need to sort of, uh, ask yourself, what do you want uh, out of this session uh, what do you hope to discover about yourself or, or about the situations around your life? And, uh, you know, based on what your ideas are and, and your feelings are, you might choose an appropriate uh, reading to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, and so it's, it's insightful, you know. The tarot, along with a lot of systems, uh, they're mirrors, and, and we look into them, and we we see ourselves reflected back. We see our, our ideas shown back to us. Mm-hmm. And, and so that's why I say it's a, it's a method of self-discovery. Yeah, I think when I've, I've done it, I think once it was at a fair or something, so I don't know how. But um, yep. yeah, I always found that you could relate to whatever the card was and it would like relate somehow in your life. So I guess, yeah. That's, yeah, yeah and, and again, it, it, all, it all depends on your intentions. So mm-hmm. you, you might pull a card... Uh, asking about your future you might pull a card asking about your past mm-hmm. uh, and in fact that's a, a really popular uh, three card spread is to do is to draw three cards and to look at them in the progression of past present and future so mm-hmm. what can you learn from your past where are you right now today mm-hmm. and what what is your outlook on on where you want to be and, and what you can learn about uh, how you can become uh, what you want to be in the future. Mm. Oh, that's really interesting. That's just one, that's just one of yeah. many different readings. Nice. Um, so obviously we're a sex positive podcast. We've got to talk a bit about sex. Um, yeah, how would you say tarot reading in tarot reading intertwines with sex positivity? Uh, well, it's a, it's a method. It's a system of, of discovery, mm-hmm. uh, self, self discovery. Uh, absolutely. Um, uh, discovery of, of those you choose to spend your time with your closest friends. Um, 
those you trust in your life and and those people that you want to you know start new conversa conversations with and, and get to know and um so um coming coming from that point of view i i would say that when it comes to sex uh, sex positivity is all about being open. Mm -hmm. um, it's about tearing down uh, walls that that are put up by society uh, and, and by culture and, and yeah. from what we've learned in, in the past and on the streets and at school and, and books. And, you know, a, a lot of it is just, a, a lot of it is wrong. And, and a lot of it is, is mm -hmm. repressive and... Um, and sex positivity is is all about uh, discovery and openness, um, mm -hmm. inclusiveness, and um, I think that it goes really well with uh, the tarot, uh, per se. Mm -hmm. Like I said, the tarot is is a mirror, and and we look into it and and we see uh, what we are seeking to learn, and so I think that it would be. And it is, and I'm sure we'll talk about this uh, in a little bit. There have mm -hmm. been uh, tarot decks that are, are based around sex positivity and and uh, and 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 the culture surrounding that. Um, yeah. And you know, I mean, some are more or less a novelty. Um, some some you can take it, you can take them or you can leave them. Some are more game oriented. Yeah. Um, you know, every product approaches it differently. Uh, but basically, it, it's a conversation starter. Uh, it's it's meant to uh, provide a, a platform for you to learn about yourself, mm -hmm. the tarot in general. And when you uh, put it within the context of, of sex positivity and, and sex education, um, you can learn uh, quite a bit about yourself uh, in, in those ways uh, through that system. Yeah, for sure. Um, I've seen a lot of tarot decks that have uh, different sexual positions, um, Kama Sutra style yeah, uh, tarot nice. decks, and so those are those are great to to look through and 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 to learn from. Uh, my specific deck uh, is a derivative deck of the original Rider Waite Smith, um, okay. and so it has a it has a very uh, specific goal. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, we we can uncover this throughout the course of the interview. Yeah. Um, but um, it's not an original deck. It is a mm -hmm. derivative, um, where I'm I'm re I'm taking out the people, the, the human figures, and I'm replacing them with different iconic sex toys. So it's like the universe of sex toys. If they were walking around and interacting with each other like we are as humans, <laughs> that would be their tarot deck. And so that that's the deck. Yeah, I, I just love that idea. And they, like you say, they're not, they've got to be nice to look at as well. Yeah, well, um, so many people have fallen in love with the imagery from the original deck. It, mm. It's so old. It, it has uh, It's endeared into so many people's hearts. And there have been quite a number of derivatives made from it. Um, yeah. And I suppose I exist in, in that pool now. I'm very proud to be uh, in that lot. I'm in very good company. Um, some of my other terror tarot ideas are derivatives uh yeah. some are original uh but but this to, to go back specifically to the sex positivity and the aspect of showing off all these toys 
uh, to be more specific, is there'll be different toys on each card. Each toy I'm selecting is really uh, selected to land on the card that I'm putting it on for very specific reasons. Ah, okay. Uh, yeah, and mm. so you learn about the connectedness between the toy and the card, and then maybe you haven't seen the toy before, you're learning about a, a new product. Mm. Uh, maybe it's something that you're very familiar with and you've never seen it associated with a specific card or framed it that way before. Mm. And so there, there's just a lot of layers to it, I believe. Yeah. Yes, it's also a great way for brands to get on board as well if they want to. That's right, and that's yeah. been the uh, that's been the heartbeat of of this whole uh, experience for me is because I was actually very nervous when I first started out. I didn't think any of these companies would be on board. Uh, mm. Not that I'm a very pessimistic person. I am a very optimistic person, and I suppose mm. that's why I took my first steps uh, in this project. Um, but when I did take my first steps, I, I featured some toys from some very well-known companies. Yeah. Um, and they were delighted at my work, and it changed the course of the project, maybe even the course of my life. And uh, <laughs> it's just immeasurable because without their support uh, and without their endorsements, there's no way that I could do this project. I mean, you know, there are mm. probably other ways that you could express a project like this. Uh, but certainly not in the way that the specific way that I'm doing it. Mm. So it, it's been a pleasure. It's it's been fantastic to get to know these companies, and and to represent them and mm. to work with them on an official level. Really, it's been a dream come true. Yeah, these sex toy com- like the community almost is I found really supportive because often you find <laughs> yeah you find yeah. certain brands it's all like in competition, but these guys are just want to like spread yeah, orgasms well, and love. <laughs> yeah, well, well the the community. Uh, you know, I, I suppose if I say the the companies are the heartbeat, uh, I would mm. say that the community is the backbone. Yeah, uh, for sure. For using anatomy, <laughs> um, but I I can't say enough good things about the community. How how I've been accepted and embraced. Um, how I, I, it's just it's just been the, the whole thing has just been a, a complete um, overwhelming. Uh, experience of, of positivity for me mm. um you know i've done other projects uh, i've been i've been around for a little while and <laughs> and it hasn't always been easy um if i could tell people you know t- if i you know maybe it sounds cliche but never ever give up because i i worked through a lot um mm. a lot of ideas before this idea came to me um but if you listen to yourself, if you do listen to your ideas, if you always follow through with the good ideas, yeah. know when to not follow through with the bad ideas, um, you, you, you can refine your work. You could bring yourself to a point where you stumble upon something huge like I believe I have. Mm. Yeah, it's all about the process. I guess as well social media really helps with that. Like sometimes it can well, be a curse, there, but... It, yeah, I, I've seen, yeah, I've seen it be a curse, absolutely. Mm. Uh, for, you know... I mean, a lot of different reasons. Um, I've I've fought against social media in, in a lot of different ways, mm. and this project really will be responsible for changing my methods, my process. Yeah. Um, I, for example, um, the the project I did before this one was a book. Um, mm. It was uh, I, I don't write books, but I design books. I'm a book designer by trade. Nice. 
Yeah. And so uh, I, I worked on designing this book. It was old-time radio uh, horror scripts, classic old-time oh, wow. radio from the 1940s. <laughs> Uh, and so you grab these scripts and they're all online and, and I thought maybe I could express them in the form of a book. Mm. And what I did was I held that project very close to the vest, uh, for the two years that I worked on it. And mm -hmm. I, I teased it here and there. I said, oh, I'm working on a new project, uh, you know, this and that. Uh, but, but I, I was very protective of it. And when it came time to debut that project, um, no one had fallen in love with it because I had never given anyone the chance. And I said to myself, when I do this tarot deck here now, I, I know I need to um, get information from the community. Like, without the community, I, I don't know that I would know to be doing what I'm doing. I've gotten mm -hmm. so much support, not just in kind words and acceptance, but in real-time suggestions. It's a very community-based project in that... I'm I'm reaching out to the community in real time, saying, "What toys do you want to see? Which ones are your favorites? Um, you know, let me know yeah. about the ones that I might miss." Uh, and people have given me fantastic suggestions, and I've implemented them in in the deck. Um, I, I don't know if I would have the progress I have if I I didn't have the engagement I have. Uh, but mm -hmm. to go back to how we started talking about this is that. A project is successful based on your ability to promote it. Uh, you could have the yeah, greatest project in the world, but if you can't show it, if if people can't connect to it, it'll fall flat and it'll just stay. Uh, it'll stay in your living room. Those mm -hmm. books I designed, um, I, I printed off uh, two hundred copies, and COVID came and squashed my ability to go out into the world, and talk to yeah. bookstores. And and so I just realized, you know what, I'm going to put that on hold. I need to s switch gears and do something that I can be based online with. Mm -hmm. And so I tackled this project in February. And um, it's just been growing and, and growing mm -hmm. and growing. And, and I'm just so delighted. Nice. So do you have a physical deck yet or are you still in the process of... No, absolutely not. I print yeah. out. I printed out ten cards. Um, by the end of this calendar year, I will have the whole major arcana deck designed. Mm. So that's twenty-two cards out of seventy-eight. Nice. Um, those will be designed and print like print worthy. Mm -hmm. I've already printed my first ten, and I've given them away to a few of my lucky fans, and they've been just so fantastic about yeah, receiving <laughs> receiving them with joy and posting about them. It's just been. Yeah. It's just been fantastic. It really is to connect with people. And um and so I've decided that every 6 months or so I'm going to print uh my next 10 cards. Mm -hmm. And so and, and then, you know, print I don't know, maybe 9 or or 10 um uh, copies and mm -hmm. give, give them away to to 9 or 10 of my fans. Every year, oh, and every 6 months I'd like to do that. Just, just to keep building that connection and, and to, the other thing is this is all process work. And so, for example, the first 10 that I sent out, a lot of changes have actually been made to those cards. Changes will be made. And, and when, when people receive the real cards and they go back and, and see the process work that I shared with them, they're, I, I think there'll be a sense that they were part of it. Part, yeah, part of it, yeah. yeah. I'm sharing with them something that won't ever see the light of day ever again, a design that 
you know, was changed. Mm-hmm. And so they might be the only one in, in the world who actually has that card. And so I just think that's a really cool, special thing. And, uh, you, you know, you need to come up with these interactive ideas uh, mm-hmm. to stay relevant. And, uh, yeah, it's and my so, challenge you know, every day. <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, well, you know, you need, you need, to, uh, you need to reach out and, and make connections somehow. 100%, um, yeah. And so, you know, I, I've been trying to build that aspect into the project because, you know, when I first started, I didn't really know where it it would go um mm-hmm. when i got the wonderful um reception i started to think to myself okay i need to be more interactive i need to offer something a little more than just my just my art my cards like sure the cards are being designed they're on track whoever wants a deck will get a deck when they're when they're done but aside from that i really do feel um a responsibility uh to my audience to, mm. to give them something more than, more than just my process work. And so these engaging things, uh, ha- have been really uh, a wonderful addition to, to my process. If I have to be honest, um, they do take me away from the pure production of the deck, uh, yeah. but it's all worth it in the end. Um, mm, about building so, yeah. a brand, isn't it? Mm. Okay. It absolutely is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, especially during COVID. <laughs> yeah, you know yeah. it's it's been a strange time, but but mm. it has been a time of uh, of opportunity. Uh, if if you're working in the in the digital world, yeah, hundred percent. People are, people are just in front of their phones and in front of their computers, and you know it, it was something that I struggled with at first. Uh, I felt very guilty at first, mm. um, thinking to myself, you know. I don't know. There's just so much hurt and pain and and I'm starting this project and I don't know. I, I, I'm just working from my home and just trying to make a steady progress. And Mm. part of me almost feels bad for, for making progress when this is all going on. But, um, you know, these are the inner thoughts of, of a lot of people. I'm sure these days artists, especially. And, uh, Mm. but equally you can't, you can't really sit around. You've got to keep yourself no, going and absolutely. look after your mental health. Absolutely. Mm. And, and that's why I... Uh, th- and that that goes into part of the responsibility, I feel, that if I have eyes on me, I, I want to I want to share my, my platform. Yeah. Uh, I, I, wanna, I just want to offer something really cool and special. And, and so, you know, I've been offering space for toy reviewers and uh, I, I'm talking to a lot of sex, sex uh, educators Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just building a lot of connections, not not with just a fan base, but uh, with you know pillars of the community um, yeah. to to really put you know interactive I- ideas together. Um, in fact, that's how the coloring book uh, came about. Um, mm. Really, really early on. Uh, well, when I started in February, and then this COVID stuff happened in March. I thought, what if I offer these images as a as coloring page images. Mm. And so, um, every, every time I design a, a card, uh, I also release it in like a black and white, uh, outlined drawing that people can download for free, print off at home, uh, and then, and then color them in. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, these little things, uh, you know, people have said, you're, you know, look at it this way. You're, you're helping, you're, you're helping yeah. give people some, something to do because people are just sitting around. Exactly. And colouring has been shown to like reduce stress and stuff and 
relaxing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, and that, that's why I say about the deck is that it's uh, it's not just a novelty thing. It really mm. it, it it's deep and it has a lot of levels. And uh, you know, I, I I'm not designing it for for it to just be some throwaway thing. Uh, I, I really want it to be looked at as a true tarot deck, a real system of divination. Uh, mm. Because certainly a lot of details is going into uh, into the decisions that I'm making. For sure, yeah, sounds great. <laughs> Thank you so um, much. Yeah. So, what would your tips be for somebody wanting to get into tarot reading, or um, or even yeah, tarot making? I guess. Um, read, 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 read so much. Read everything you can. Mm-hmm. Um. And and practice it. Don't be afraid to dive in. Uh, when I didn't know too much, uh, I I I got a deck and and I just you know you, you can't be scared of it. You just need to. You know, practice makes perfect, and and so you take in as much information as you can, knowledge from uh, books and and blogs online. Certainly, so much online, and you know I feel that I've connected a lot with the sex positive community. Mm-hmm. Um, and and uh, what ha- is left for me to uncover, among many other things, uh, but something that I really am looking forward to tapping into next is the purely tarot community, um, yeah. and to to really um, take in knowledge from from them as well. Because sure, the, the sex toys are very important, uh, but as a tarot reader, you should never stop learning. Uh, as human being, you should never stop learning. And uh, so when, when you interact with these uh, systems, you know, there, there's so much opportunity to continue learning, to refine your craft. Um, uh, and so uh, I would say, you know, if you don't know much about the tarot, um, our Rider Waite Smith tarot deck uh, doesn't cost mm-hmm. that much. They're available all over uh, online. Nice. And you get you get one of those, and you just dive in, and and you look at the cards, and you try and build connections with them, and you try not to be bogged down with rules, um, and and you know you, you just try and look at the cards and, and say what is the story here? What what is this really telling me? What do I? What are my feelings when I look at the card? And mm. these these ways of intuitive reading are much more valuable, much more powerful than. Um, rigid uh descriptions uh that that you know you you might read i mean you know i shouldn't i shouldn't say don't read i just started off by saying you have to read but but Mm. you shouldn't get you shouldn't get bogged down by hard and fast rules that uh, you know some book might tell you um it's a positive uh self-exploration um and so you must approach it from from a very personal standpoint um Mm. Yeah. So yeah. How do you deal? Yeah. How do you deal with say if you get quite a negative one or it looks obviously you say you take from what you feel from it, but say if you do get Mm -hmm. like some quite negative cards, how do you deal with that? Well, in in life, there's always positive and negative, and 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 uh, I would say that in any tarot card, you you can see positive and negative, even in even in the the terrible cards, Um, and and you know what what I was saying earlier about setting your intention. Um, mm. You might come across a, a, a negative card, like the tower card, for example, is uh, something that you don't want to see. Traditionally, people say you don't want that card to come up. Um, but, you know, I mean, 
each card is valuable and, and each card tells us something. And so when the tower card comes up, it could be a warning of, of something that might be in the works, something that could be on the horizon. Maybe it, it, it's a sign to take a look at where you're going, what steps you're taking. Um, it might be calling out to you to change your plans, uh, to make better decisions, uh, to, to learn to avoid this path, not necessarily telling you that you are on this path or, or that doom will strike tonight. Uh, mm. You know, it, it's, it's more like, uh, you know, perhaps you should reflect and, and say, and say, what part of my life is this card pertaining to? And mm. what can I learn from its message? Um, you know, the death card, for example, is another one that people are scared of, but the death card, you need a, a fire to, to clear away the dry brush before the new, uh, you know, budding life yeah. can reemerge. And so that is very much what the death card is about. Uh, and, and so there are these messages hidden within the card. Uh, it's, it's very seldom, um, just, you know, what you see on the surface right away, death, you know, no, I'm scared, but, but no, you, you shouldn't, you shouldn't look at it that way. Each card is very deep and, and holds uh, many different messages. How often do you like um, pull these cards out? And well, I work with them daily. Uh, daily I've been working okay. with. I have. I mean, you know, writers. Uh, when, when you say you you write, you say I'm a writer, and you need to write every day. Writers write every day, even if they're writing garbage or they don't know what to write. They write. Writers write. I think tarot card readers. I think card readers interact with cards every day. I certainly do, um, especially now because of the project. I mean, I work on this project every day. Um, little, little here, a little there. I don't, you know, I don't put eight hours in every day, but as an artist, I can't emancipate myself from my work. It's just impossible. And so I do visit this project literally every day. And, um, my tarot deck, my physical deck is always right beside me. Yeah. Um, when I'm working on this project and, you know, maybe I'm not working on the project, but I'm, holding the cards. I'm, I'm looking through them. Um, I'm referencing, um, blogs online and, and learning things about the cards, hidden things that, that I never saw before. And yeah. I find something out and I grab the cards and I look through them and I say, Oh my goodness, there are little bells on, on the ace of cups. I never noticed those bells there before. And, and, and so it, for me, it's very, very handy to, to always have the deck, uh, very close by. Nice. Yeah. So it's, really kind of like a supportive method and to keep well yeah it, it is i'm very mu much immersed in it right now mm. um you know yeah. in the in the project uh, i i feel like it it is part of the project it, it is part of me right now really it's just flowing through me so it's it's definitely daily uh when this project is put to bed i will be working on other tarot projects and so i always feel that the deck will be close by yeah yeah nice yeah, well, is there anything else you'd like to say to our listeners or um, maybe a message to them? Or... Um, well, I, I th this has been such a fantastic process, and the reason is because of the engagement. Um, people are falling in love with my work. I've never felt like I, I'm supposed to be doing something in my life like I feel like I'm supposed to be doing this right now. Mm -hmm. And and I, I would say that the 
the um, the best part about it is not when I design a card and show it and people are like, oh my God, this is great. That's fine. But what's really important to me is when I come up with an, an idea for a cross promotion or an interactive thing mm-hmm. and, and people engage with it. Um, I did a Mad Libs thing where, where I sent out a structure and, and people gave me their nouns and pronouns and adjectives and and mm-hmm. verbs and, and I put that together and it was fantastic. I, I did a haiku thing and, and, and people wrote haikus for me. And and I'm I'm doing these contest I did a drawing contest mm-hmm. and people drew these wonderful, exciting, creative images and, and I just sat back and I thought, I'm responsible for for this person drawing this image. It was just it was just fantastic. Uh, it's just very enlightening. Um mm. Yeah, I, I help I help others. I, that's what I do. Like I said, in, in my freelance job, I, I I find an artist and I say, your your work is worthy. Uh, you know, um, you know, I, I'm not approaching you to, to like to make money off you, but but I'm saying like I can help you uh, take the steps uh, you need Next to level. to form. Yeah, to form that and. and and maybe to bring it to a gallery or to bring it to the form of a book. And, and so um, reaching out and helping others through, through tarot and, and through, through art and, and design um, mm. is really my thing. And when I see that, that I'm helping writers write and I'm helping illustrators draw, uh, I'm, I'm giving them a reason to put pen to paper. Uh, it's really exciting for me. Um, Right now, if I could just say one last thing, uh, is that I I really am looking for that engagement. And I'm so open to original ideas uh, that that I've put calls out. I've said, uh, it's really the type of project that you can dictate your own level of involvement. If you come to me with a fantastic idea, I probably will fall in love with it. And we we probably will start to, to open a dialogue to make plans... To actually make that thing work, because that is exactly what I'm looking for. Um, there was this camp, and and they were unable to run their camp this year because of COVID. But they uh, mm. gave me the idea of doing a silent auction, and so my latest thing now is that I'm reaching out to painters, uh, artists, and it doesn't have to be painter, illustrator, sure, sculptor even, uh, mm. but for some an artist to to take a look at what I've done, to take one of the cards, their favorite one, the one that speaks to them, uh, iterate it in their style. Let's say it's a painter. They'll paint this image of, like, let's say the Empress card with the Sibian machine on it. They'll paint that image in their own style and then donate it to the project. We'll put it for sale on um, a silent auction, digital mm-hmm. silent auction. Any, any money raised... Uh, is donated to uh, a charitable organization. And so if we have uh, the, the promotional power of uh, my platform, the artist's platform, and mm-hmm. the company, uh, in which a lot of companies are, are on board to support these types of um, of ideas. Um, and, and so, you know, maybe we mm-hmm. could spread the word far enough that enough uh, interest will sort of be churned up that we could actually get a, a decent price for really good looking painting. And then we donate that money. And, uh, and I think that would be a fantastic, uh, little thing to do on an, 
you know, somewhat ongoing basis. I'd mm-hmm. love to work with charitable organizations, and, and it's another way for me to reach out and work with the companies. It's another way for me to get artists involved. And so I would say that if you're an artist of any kind, if you're a painter, um, let me know if you want to paint one of my cards. We'll put it up for auction. We'll raise money for a charity. Nice. <laughs> so if people do want to get involved or they do just want to keep up with you and follow you, where can they find you? Um, I'm at Vibrating Tarot everywhere online. VibratingTarot.com, Vibrating Tarot on nearly every social media platform. You type that in, you're going to find me. Yep. <laughs> great. Oh, well, thank you so much for coming on, Frank. And thank you. Been it's, yeah, it's definitely been a pleasure. Stuff. <laughs> Thanks for the opportunity. Right. See you next time, guys. Bye.